Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I started running live Zoom groups during COVID as a way to help people get out of their heads and process some stuff, but also to build a community where we could champion each other's stories. It's called the TAT Lab, and that has grown into a thriving community now where we have life coaches and therapists all running multiple classes a day, everything from codependency to relationships. I run a giant check-in once a week. I'm also doing a group couples class, everything from trauma to chakras, and, and it's constantly changing. And one of the reasons why it's called the lab is because uh, we are playing in our sandbox. And something that I'm super passionate about is helping people in a casual way. So it's more casual over clinical. Um, we have a great time and we have an amazing community. And also it's extremely affordable. So check us out. There's no better time to grow than right now. Go to my Instagram at The Angry Therapist and click on my bio link. And we will see you in group. So I talk a lot about the promises we make to ourselves and which I think are really important. Um, I've made many, I've broken many. Um, I think that if you have some core promises, like really big promises that you've made to yourself and you don't break them, that if you actually hold on to them with two hands, um, you build self-esteem. You know, if you make promises to yourself that actually means something. I'm not talking about, you know, silly promises you make throughout the day, but really important, meaningful promises because of what you've been through or where you're at. Uh, if you break that promise, you are puncturing your self-esteem balloon, if that makes sense. So this is one promise that I think if you hold on to, it will, uh, it will change your life. I know it did for me. And the promise is this. I will no longer react. Instead, I will respond. Uh, most of my life, I've been a walking reaction. I have um, gone into spaces and uh, hijacked the energy or the positivity by being negative. Um, I've taken hostages by putting my shit on other people. You know, I've been very irresponsible about... Um, impacting other people in a way that they didn't ask for, right? So for example, uh, when I was miserable, when I was unhappy, when um, I was uh, pessimistic and uh, confused and angry, instead of me working on that, instead of me taking responsibility for that, um, depending on, on who I was loving at the time, and also, of course, friends, family, all that, um, I would unload onto them, right? I would bring them down with me, um, which is a horrible habit. And also, uh, it's going to make you very lonely because who, who wants to hang out with someone like that, right? Um, but what it does is it doesn't give you the opportunity uh, to grow, Right? It doesn't give you the opportunity to expand. So let me explain this part. When you actually respond, which is an ability, right? It's not something that um, we are uh, born with, right? We're born with reactions, right? Our panic, our fight or flight, that's a reaction. 
our knee jerk is a reaction usually uh, from our upbringing, from our wiring, our conditioning, right? Uh, throwing chairs is a reaction. Um, the response is not. The response requires learning. It requires patience. It requires uh, sometimes metacognition, right? It requires a breaking of a pattern. And so if you actually respond to something instead of react, now there's something new, right? Now you have an opportunity to be someone different. And it's all of these uh, opportunities because our road forks daily where we can respond instead of react that will guarantee change in some way, right? There, there's no way that if you promise yourself that you will start responding instead of reacting, there's no way that that's not going to change your life because if you do that, you're going to make different decisions, you know? Um, me being a walking reaction for most of my life, uh, I didn't put that emotional speed bump. I didn't think about things. I just vomited, you know? And so instead of making choices that are promoting my growth, I cemented beliefs and patterns that stunted my growth. Does that make sense? And so if you are just reacting, if you're allowing yourself to react, whether it's to a person, to a situation, um, and I know that it's hard to respond. It, it really is. I'm 47 and I struggle with it daily, you know, um, and I'm going to tell you a quick story real quick. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Hey, remember when growing up how amazing breakfast cereal was? It wasn't all healthy back then. It was sugary and chemically and addictive and you could eat bowls and bowls of that. Then we had to grow up and become adults and we had to put that away. Well, not anymore. There's a company called Magic Spoon and they created a new cereal that is basically what you grew up with, but zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics. Remember these? Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Magic Spoon spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs to recreate the texture and taste of classic sugary cereal. Guys, this is a dream come true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And I'm going to give you a taste today. Go to magicspoon.com forward slash angry, and you can get a variety pack. The shipping is free. Promo code ANGRY, all caps, A-N-G-R-Y, magicspoon.com forward slash angry, promo code, all caps, ANGRY. I just made your day. You're welcome. Go get your cereal now and connect to that 12-year-old that you have disconnected to for so long. When you just live your life on default, you're powerless. You're allowing the external, whether it is an event or a person or a conversation or whatever, um, the external now has power over you because you're reacting to it, if that makes sense. You take power back by responding to it. You take power back by taking in the event or person or whatever is happening, digesting it, and then now you have a choice, right? How do you want to choose to respond to this? And that's where the empowerment is. The other, the other day, I was um, 
coming home from the grocery store. And um, yes, I was, I was on my phone. I, I wasn't driving fast. I was actually driving too slow because I was on my phone. But I was kind of stopped. I was making a left, but I, I was, you know, checking something. And I'm totally guilty of that. Um, and the guy behind me lays on his horn. Uh, and I turn around, and it's this giant raised truck. Um, and I don't want to stereotype because in high school, I had a raised truck. Um, and it wasn't even a real 4x4. It was a 2x4 Toyota truck that I lifted, um, put on the big tires to be cool, uh, and a Stussy sticker on the back, um, <laughs> and and uh, um, uh, anyway, so so this guy had um, this big monster truck, and uh, he was laying on his horn, uh, two giant American flags uh, uh, coming out of his bed. Uh, and he started cussing me out and then, so he passes me and then he uh, pulls over and it's like, he's waiting for me to come. Right. And at this point, my reaction is like, Oh, this guy wants to fight and I'm getting angry. Right. I'm like, what the fuck you want? You want, uh, you know, over what? Because, um, I slowed down. Uh, it, you know, what's amazing is how we turn into different people in our cars, right? When we're in our cars, you could be like the kindest person. Um, but in your car, you could be like a fucking ass, like unrecognizable, right? Anyway, so I felt the initial knee jerk of driving toward him. Um, he would have probably gotten out of his car. I don't know. And then that would have set something off in me. And who knows what would have happened. Um, but I, I decided to respond. And my response was, um, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to... Uh, make a U-turn and let him cool off, and I and I noticed that I did that, and I and I still felt very angry. I still felt the um, like I need to go show him or who the fuck does he think he is, like all of that. Um, and then I started playing back, not playing back, playing forward his story. You know, I actually mentally with my imagination followed him home, and what I imagined was. What was his, what is his life like? Why is he so angry? I get, because I get frustrated too if someone's on their phone in their car. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull over, <laughs> uh, yell, you know, racial things and honk my horn and want to fight the person. Um, I, would, I may honk and I would swerve around and, and, and maybe, you know, um, under my breath, uh, say a few words. But this person, <laughs> what he did was so extreme it made me curious what his home life was like. And so I imagined what his home life was like. I followed him home and I kind of played out what his story would be like for someone to be that angry. And I was able to kind of feel sad for him, right? Uh, whether that imagination is true or not doesn't matter. Um, what matters is I did what I had to do to, to respond, to, to let go, to not be angry anymore, um, to be empathetic, right? And also to own that I shouldn't have been on my phone uh, while I was driving. So there was that piece too. And when I started to humanize the person, he was no longer a monster. He was uh, just someone who had anger issues. And I used to have anger issues, so I could um, relate to that person. Anyway, I shared the story because it was an opportunity for me to either react or respond, right? The action, the reaction would be to go um, meet him where he was at, and possibly get into a fight or whatever. Um, and the response 
and by the way, I'm not a fighter. It's not, <laughs> it's not something that I do normally. Uh, my last fight was like, you know, in seventh grade. So my, my, um, my response was to turn the car around, right? It's one decision. It's one choice. And the leverage that I have or the, the, the motivation I have to do that is um, the promise I made to myself that I would do everything I can to respond instead of react. Using that example, um, where in your life do you need to start responding instead of reacting? Where in your life today are you a walking reaction? In your relationship, with your friendships, um, at work, I don't know. But if you make this promise to yourself that you will start to respond instead of react, there will be growth there. There is now evolution. There is now a better version of you. Thank you for listening. Be well and respond instead of react. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.